Hi everyone, Mikey Dungeon Master here. Welcome back to the podcast of Easy Rollers D&D. short of Brian uh, you may remember from last week Brian or last week last uh, episode um, Josiah that's who he was playing Josiah yes unfortunately he can't join us tonight um, he will be with us again in the future for episodes um, his character isn't done with just yet but he can't join us tonight um, so I will be filling in for him with my own wee lovely Scottish accent <laughs> I'm gonna... I've heard worse. Just, I'm just gonna it. From <laughs> Ant. Only yes, boy. You son of a bitch. Oh god. It begins. It begins. To be fair, right. if it was from Brant, it would turn Welsh after the first three words. <laughs> and then somehow swing into Italian and back. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm, I'm trying to incorporate all these things now. Um. I'm going to have myself a wee dram down in the valleys. I can't do Italian there. I don't think that would probably... Oh, maybe Just a bolognese. A bolognese. <laughs> a wee dram with a bolognese. A sheet in the bed. <laughs> a sheet in the bed. What a great start to the street. <laughs> Let's just insult everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so is there any groups or trolls okay. or minorities we've not thrown something at now? <laughs> Nice, how much? Um, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Anyway, lady and gentlemen, shall we play some dungeons with potential dragons in it? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, no, no dragons. No dragons, please. Well, we'll see. Um, episode 30's recap, and then episode 31 gameplay. Um, last episode, the uh, party began in the hangar bay of the Crusader. Uh, the officer they had last spoke with has dispersed the troops that were harassing them and informed them that uh, once they are able to provide the coordinates for Vaibaba and before they depart they are to attend a meeting in one of the briefing rooms. However, as the officer leaves, uh, they have other ideas as Nim the robot sneaks over to them. He informs them he's hacked into the ship's systems and located the detention level and their friends. He also informs them he has set a timer, and after one hour, the security systems that had previously hampered them would be disabled. They hatch a hasty rescue plan that involves quickly disabling several of the guards, polymorphing one of the guards into a sheep, and freeing all of the prisoners held, including a pilot 
that claims to have been locked up for some time for mistakes he had made. Thankful for his freedom, his officer, uh, he offers to help the party escape. A plan is formed with Keswick where they take both ships and rendezvous at Vaibaba. They fight their way off the ship and just as they reach the hangar bay, they find one last hurdle. A double-bladed wielding trooper, all in black, who promises they won't escape. However, Wolfer has other ideas and banishes him to the lowest plains of hell. Boarding the ship, the Devil's Bane make good on their escape and in some tense ship-to-ship combat, reminiscent of a ship escaping a giant space station from a certain popular mi- uh, movie franchise, they finally jump away and they arrive back overlooking their home, their home world and that is where we begin today. Just like Jurassic Park. Just like Jurassic Park. <laughs> Just like Jurassic Park. Uh, so. Ben, um, very happy right now. Dancing. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to stop yawning, that's why. <laughs> I apologise, I just woke well, up I'm, very early. I'm sorry that we bore you with the No, you know, it's just I woke up very um, early, sorry. I, I suppose this episode will see the end of Lily and um, Bena won't have to be bored anymore. <laughs> and then I can sleep. <laughs> yeah, then you can sleep. Uh, um, so, um, arriving back at your home world, how do you feel? Joy? Overwhelmed at the sight? Tell me how you all feel about this. Um, this is the first time you've seen the world you grew up on from this view. The oceans, the land masses, all swirled and the marbling effect of the clouds, the swirl over the ground beneath. How do you feel at this site? It's quite, it must be quite overwhelming for each character. It's, um, it's a bit reminiscent of the, uh, the vision that I had. So, yeah, perspective. Yeah, it's a bit like a map, but really, really big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Can we, like, recognise any particular areas, landmasses? Yeah, I mean, you start sort of enter an orbit around the world. Um, Josiah sort of takes you in like a little orbit around, and so you can sort of identify bits and bobs where oh, I know that place, and I can, I can land there, and. Uh, or that's where we need to go. That's where actually that could be. That could be uh, uh, growing land. That could be, you know, that could be buckwind. That could be where um, the ship is. You yeah. see, Lily take out a, a little notebook and she start. You, you can see that she's really fascinated. Totally uh, not aware what happened around here, and she just writes things down. And she's like, oh, so very, very. Um, like uh, excited and just writing noting down things that I say because it's such a big world and so many different species of animals, oceans, everything. This is the first time you're seeing this, you know, you've never yes, really yeah. seen it from this angle before. Exactly. It's, it's quite mind-blowing. How's yeah. Logan feel about it? Logan uh, being brought up the way he was brought up in sort of the pits and dungeons and things like that, the highest he has ever been is on that airship and he could still you know, he wasn't far above the tops of the trees. He is scared. He's moving away from the windows. <laughs> He's going sort of where he can't see out, uh, like a storeroom or something similar. Keenan looks, there is a crater there. Is that for meat leaf fell over onto his ass? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as you orbit the world, you see other continents well away from Groenland uh, on the other side of the world. Places you may have heard of from being around seafarers. Largely, you've concentrated on this uh, one green continent. 
Uh, but the first time you're seeing polar regions, desert-like areas, vast expanses of ocean. Um, you instruct a sire on where you want to land, and from the window, point it out as you begin to recognise from this strange view your world below. Um, you all sit or brace yourselves as best as you can for re-entry, and eventually uh, you come through the cloud layer and fly over the island of Buckwind, pointing out the town of Waterhold um, as Josiah brings the ship around and he lands just outside the town, as it's the only clear area to do so. Um, you open the boarding ramp and are instantly greeted by the smell of dewy grass, uh, the feeling of warm air and a nice sunny late spring, early summer's morning. Um, birds are singing in the nearby trees and you instantly feel at home. However, as you um, disembark, this peace and tranquility are instantly shattered as uh, naval men are rushing to surround the ship, armed with flintlock rifles, small cannons, uh, they on you know on carriages, and they surround you. And instead of a welcome, um, you receive, "Who are you? What is this?" You could make your way down the ramp and um, speak to this person if you like. Uh, I'm going to be at the back, sort of because of being away from the window and sort of hear the commotion and just sort of peep out, see what the others do. Uh, I slowly walk down the ramp, I guess, and making sure my hands are empty and visible. Um, you... Give me a... Jeez. Um, just a straight-up intelligence, because uh, it's not really history or nothing like that. It's, it's recent history, but it's whether you've retained this knowledge from HK. Eleven. Yeah, I think I think it's not not tough check. Um, you recognise this is uh, you met him before in the uh, the naval sort of um, offices in uh, in Waterhold. This is Captain McCready. Um, he's one of the uh, the officers, the upper officers in the Admiralty, um, and he's you know very uh, very officer looking uh, if in terms of naval um, outfits he's got a nice, a nice jacket on like a formal jacket a ruffled white shirt um, black pants uh, large, uh, longer boots he's got long blonde hair tied back very uh, very clean shaven um, and if you sort of appear he doesn't recognize you and mm -hmm. so he doesn't ask anyone to stand down but who, who are you identify yourself Captain McCready, you might, uh, you won't recognize me. I used to be a, a big robot fella, but you might recognize Walther here, my friend. Yeah, yeah, we, we have met before, I think, you know. A little while ago, yeah. but... Uh... He does recognize Walther. Um, he does recognize Walther. I, I, don't, I don't remember your name. Um, it's Walther. No. Oh, well, sorry. I didn't realize you said Walford, actually, in, in character. Uh, Walt, yes! Oh, what are they... You're going by the name... Oh, what's it now? The Devil's Bane, I've, we've had reports of. Is that correct? Uh, we've been known to go by that name, yeah. Uh, and what are the rest of you? Where are you? Is it just you two on board? Whatever this is? On, on hearing that he's sort of friendly and that they're back on, you know, terra firma, Logan will sort of uh, a bit shakily, but make his way out into the view. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. He sort of waves. Stand down. Stand down. I come I, I out to this... behind Logan. Uh, seeing you, he sort of bows. My lady, I'm sorry. Um, 
sorry, we, we, we've never seen anything quite like this before. Oh, I'm not surprised. We hadn't before a few days ago. <laughs> no problem. It's better to be safe than sorry. Well, yes, we saw something come out of the sky. It would look like a it was red hot. It was glowing with, with fire and smoke. We didn't know what the hell it was. So we, as you we were coming down here, we assembled troops to try and... and anyway, yes, we, we were here now. Um, I think Josiah would probably come down the ramp as well. Uh, who's this? Who is this fellow with you? Oh, th this is Josiah. Uh, we've picked up a few people along the way, lost a few people. Y you know how it is. He probably just wave and say, hello. You know. <laughs> In Scottish. <laughs> the Scottish way very differently, you see. They do. <laughs> I, wa I want to see that now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing anything that's going to offend anybody this time. No, you. You, you might recognise him as a helmsman of a kind. Yes. I mean, because Josiah is obviously his clothes are probably a lot different than yours as well. He's not wearing like this kind of like Renaissance period style clothing. He's probably more Han Solo esque, I'd imagine. I think from what Brian explained to me. Um, probably, he looks a bit strange, doesn't he? Um, but never mind, never mind. And yes, okay, obviously. Um, so, uh, um, well, I don't really know what to do about it. Um, it's a bit of an odd one, really. I mean, are there any any other surprises we can expect? Um, well, I got a little robot fella. <laughs> This is Nim. He's uh, fine. Nim, Nim, Nim. <laughs> Maybe we should we should introduce you also to the rest of the people. Who the heck is Bim? Where have I got Bim from? Bim is the small robot that kind of folds up in the same way from the film Treasure Planet. Never seen it, so no, probably from there. <laughs> I'm just um, okay. You. Uncultured swine. What, what, what happened with Keswick and the boys? But they follow uh, so it. Far, you don't know. Oh, the last report shit. you heard was the last report you heard was go ahead and we'll catch up with you. Okay. So uh, I'll warn the fella. There might be another uh, streak in the sky ship landing. Um, the people on it are a bit different to us, but you know they're they're sound. Don't raise your arms against them, and they shouldn't do the same. Um, could you provide? More information. I mean, what what what? When you say different to what? what well, one of them. Are they Dragonborn on Vaybaba? I don't remember. Uh, not that you've seen so far. Okay. So so one of them's like this big uh, lizard fella in in huge armor, um, and one of them's a small little fella with pointy ears. It's it's well, different, know, but they they're, they're nice people. Yeah. <laughs> they know what. Oh, it's a goblin. They know what goblins are, yeah. They know what goblins are. They don't know what dragonborn are, and they wouldn't know what uh, Ganassi are. Oh, yeah, that's true. And a couple of windy fellas. <laughs> windy fellas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. He sort of takes out a few notes. You might, but you might relay names, and he sort of takes out a few notes on that. Oh, okay, so if we see anything like this, um, not to be too alarmed, but we should probably. Check out their check, credentials check their first answer. to make sure they are who, yes. who you're expecting. Right. Okay. T tell Approach us, Captain, with caution. How have things Bring. been on your side of things? How have things been here? What's progressed? 
What? Sorry, I, I didn't catch that. Actually, sorry, Steve. Say, I was saying, saying Captain, uh, tell us, tell us what what's been going on at this side of things. What's progressed since we last spoke? Oh well, um, quite a lot. Well, I mean, the usual comings and goings. We had ships come, ships go. We've maybe commissioned one or two new ones. Um, not an awful lot. I mean, then, then of course. Uh, Something we heard some huge commotion up on the hill, um, and uh, there's a great big hole in the hill now. And the, mm. that golem was um, that was also us. But uh, uh, has there been any word from Elantalas in the last few days? Oh, no, 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 there's been no word from Elantalos. No one's heard from Elantalos since well, since uh, it's, it's fallen, really. Um, mm. I, I'm sad to relate, um, Lord Orgrit passed away. Um, terrible business. Um, my, my condolences. Besides that, really. Oh, it's quite all right, you know, these things happen. He did, yeah. didn't, he did drink quite a lot. <laughs> oh, it wasn't the drink that got him, no. What was it? it? What was it? Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a sad story. Um, Regale us with this tale. Was it the Kraken? No, it wasn't the Kraken. No, no. no there was that side quest that we didn't do. Well, well interestingly, <laughs> that has been a bit of Oopsies. a bit more of a pest. It has been a bit more of a pest, actually. Um, now you mention it, I, I won't go into the details of that just now. No, Lord Orgrit, God rest his soul. No, he um, he was out for a walk um, in the fields and the grounds outside of the of, of the town here, uh, just not far from where we are now. And one of the local farmers, his um, bull got loose uh, from one of the pens and uh, unfortunately while out walking with his aides um, it, uh, it it took a fancy and it, it charged you see um, a bull a bull yes it charged shit um, and he, um, he he couldn't get out of the way quick enough being the great lump that he was and unfortunately um, it, uh, it, 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 it well it got him and it flung mm. him up in the air and um I mean, what a feat of strength to fling someone of his size up in the air, but it flung him up in the air, nevertheless. And uh, when he come down, it, it pierced his lung, you see, Sounds with one of his great horns. gory. Well, it, yes, it was, yes. It, it wasn't what killed him, unfortunately. The shock oh, of all of this... The, oh, yes, yes. The shock of all of this caused him to have a heart attack, you see. Um, but, but that wasn't what killed him either. Um, as you may remember, if you ever met him, he um, he had terrible bowel problems, and um, and all of the shock of the of the heart attack and the puncturing of the lung and flying through the air, um, he violently shat himself, oh uh, which caused which caused um, it caused a bit of a prolapse, you see. And um, while they, these people were trying to do their best to, to help him, they sent for a healer, but the healer didn't get there in time. Uh, he passed away before then. He died with them using a stick, you see, to try and push it all back in. Um, so he, he did die, unfortunately, in a pool of his own shit with a stick up his ass. Um, so, so he literally died of bullshit. He died of bullshit, yes. Yes. Some people have said that tale wow. is probably bullshit, but um, unfortunately it is the truth. I would love to know how you planned out this part of the episode. There's no way you rolled that. I just, 
I just ad-libbed that whole little section of how he died. I'm really hoping it's it's hugely relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Can no. we see any balls? <laughs> well, you know there's farmland here when you've travelled through it before. It's farmland. It's, more, it's like open moors, farmland. Within a field. And... Perhaps we should head into town. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't accept any sticks of anyone. Let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, go go get a meal and we'll uh, we'll drink to his memory. Yes, I, I feel rather a lot like eating uh, chicken. I think I think <laughs> a, a steak made from that bull would uh, be just. No, it's oh, well, I'm it's afraid. I'm, I'm afraid. Yes, sorry. Yes, this happened. They already a while ate ago. you. Yes, the bull has unfortunately been consumed. Um, so what is what is the date exactly? What is going on? What is the date exactly? I've never come up with dates for this, but I'm going to say it's it's Good the question. It's, it's the it's the it's the first day of the high sun. Okay. Summer. So summer. So Lily asked that. So how long are we away? How long will From we what? space total kind of? Yes. Yeah. So because um, we're trying to understand if we had a different time lapse there, time How long has it been yeah. since the big hole in the yeah. hill happened? So he'll probably tell you from the time that like they heard the huge explosion, went to investigate and found the huge hole in the floor. Um, it's been about a week and okay. a week and a half so far. All right, not, that's a huge, fine. not a huge time. Dialogue. You mean if he didn't do it all in one night and we've missed Christmas? What's going on? No. <laughs> Alright. In 30 years! You are a turkey. Since you were realistically actually having an interactions on Buckwin, it's been quite a while, hence why you don't know about, um, you know, uh, 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 Lord Orgrit's passing and all that sort of stuff. But, um. Alright. But yeah. Well, um. Did you... Sorry, Carol. We we probably should head into town with this an awful lot that we need to yeah fill in the authorities on. We, there's an awful lot I need to fill my belly with too. We, we may also have to borrow quite a lot of boats in the very near future. <clears throat> so visit to the naval office could be a good thing. Yeah, don't uh, forget the, don't forget the transport people. Yeah, we need to rescue. Uh, carry on, you carry on talking amongst yourselves. I'm just, I'm just refreshing my mind on notes of Buckwind. <laughs> it's been a long time since you've been here. Oh, um, I will. I'm, I'm really. Been a week and a half. Yeah, but I'm really looking forward for a really nice meal and some uh, ale. I'll take an ale. Yeah. So um, if you're going to go into town, so from you sort of follow that main road down, you enter, you know that that. Uh, it's a fortified town. There is a there is a wall, but you get the gatehouse and you go through. And the first place you come to, just outside of the actual main town, as you remember, um, as the town sort of goes from a more rural thing into a town, was the landlubber's stop. <laughs> the man that didn't know uh, what water was. Good old Finley Gardner. <laughs> Finley Gardner. Yes, Finley Gardner. Can't Yes, I I do. I do remember. <laughs> I have notes for it. <laughs> um, well, so obviously I've got notes for it. 
I, I tell you what, going back to here, I've had to go digging through lots of old books to find lots of old notes. Like, <laughs> it's been a long time just poring over old notes, but um, yeah, Finley Gardner. Or your other option was the waterfront in um, down on, well, the waterfront, as you might have guessed. Mm. With the slightly more curvaceous lady uh, who owned that one. Uh, Margaret Penny. Mm-hmm. So those are your two options if you're after a, a brew. What are you eating? Sorry. Crunchiest Pringles known to man. Apart from the ones that you eat. I don't know what you're talking about. I usually like... So, I say we go to the landlubber's place, and we also need to ask about Harriet. Cool. So if you go to the... So if you go to the landlubber's stop, uh, you're again you go in. It's a bit of a working man sort of pub, um, you know, short-haired, quite well built, bit overweight. Uh, wears a white dirty shirt, tatty waistcoat, baggy cord trousers. Um, you know, Finley Gardner. Um, and he's there working on the pub, spitting in the glasses as he did before and wiping them out. And he goes, "All right, oh, I recognise a couple of you. All right then, how's it been?" Finley, couple of ales and some meals for us all, please. Couple of you, ales and a few meals, yeah. We have no that. idea how much we missed you. Oh, and your food and your ale. Oh, can't you say? Can't you say? Well, just for that, I'll give you a round of beer on the uh, on the ass. After that. Oh, thank you. You're so kind. Always a gentleman. And he just pours off a few mugs of frothy beer and sticks them on the on the bar. Look, meat, uh, lots of meat uh, on the go at the minute, and he points over to the fireplace. If you remember, the fireplace was like a big, uh, like a big open half, and it was uh, there was meat hanging over the top of it. Help yourself, look at some uh, top side of beef hanging over there. You could have a bit of that, and I'll get some, uh, have that, some roasted spuds. Do you want some roasted spuds? Roasted oh. spuds or yes. anything of that nature. Yes, please. All right, I'll get really some of that. You grab yourself a grab yourself a table. Help yourself. Get some. Get a knife over there. So we can carve off a bit of beef, and I'll bring out some spuds. I'm just getting oh, there. Spuds, peel them, mash them, stick them in a stew. I'm Taters? What taters? I'm cutting the the meat with my scimitar. Yeah, nice. And it's it's so homely. It's like it's so warm. The fire's going. I mean, it's a warm day outside it's a nice sunny bright warm day outside but it's like well i mean it's it's, it's the english thing to do is it's like i'm still having a carvery it might be the summer but i'm having a carvery you know and it's that sort of thing and you're just there taking meat off and you're just stuffing it in your face now he comes with um a big bowl of spuds and there's even like some carrots in there and parsnips that sort of stuff because this pub is frequented by all the local farmers so they like bring all this fresh produce in and they're just you know it's all getting cooked up and and served out, and he's he's just sort of like waves off. Ah, you know, kind words. I'll give you a beer. Maybe just give me, I don't know, ten silver for the food. How about that? Excellent. Not a so problem at all. Off. And he'll, he'll put the ten silver down. I'll mark it off mine. Yeah, mark it off yours. Cool. Mm. Um, and he'll leave you to your business if you want to fill your boots. Obviously, um, mm. I would say you in the space travel you would have had a long rest, but I think by the time you've done all of this. Uh, Oh, long you rest. Definitely mark, definitely mark a long rest because you've you've travelled through space to get here, and now you're you're chilling out. 
I'm guessing, I mean, you arrive here and it seems to be somewhere late morning, middle of the day. Um, so I think the, the total time you haven't really done a lot. You could probably call it a long rest. Um, not an official proper long rest where you've slept and all that sort of stuff, but it's okay. We, 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 won't, um, we, won't, we won't go into it too much. Yes. So, what's on the agenda then? What do we got to do? Would you like me as the GM to remind you all uh, just G- what was Give us a little recap that? of our list, because we, we've got Kraken, we've got Harriet, we've got Procuring a lot of Bolts, and that's as far as my memory's well, going. No, there's always just... gather as many bodies for the army as we can. <laughs> an outstanding... So an outstanding quest on Buckwin was the dealing with the Kraken. Um, they were bothering. It was bothering the turtles, but from what you just sort of gathered from uh, from what Captain McCready said, um, the turtle, you know, the, the kraken seems to have sort of become more of a problem for the navy as well. Potentially, um, doesn't mean you have to deal with it, uh, but in terms of the things you really need to get done, you still need to find um, transport to get armies from point A to point B. Um, and you still... Well, there, there was a scouting mission, but Harriet said she could potentially sort the scouting mission to find out, like, how you're going to formulate your battle plans um, going forward. And um, then the only other thing was to investigate that strange cave, which you've done, and you went off into space and you come back in. So, I mean, that one's already done. Uh, if, uh, if you want to try and recruit more people to the cause, then you absolutely can. But the main the main focus right now is you kind of need to get that transport sorted, or I mean, you can go and report back to Harriet and see what she's got done. I well, that's... I mean, it doesn't seem hugely uh, crucial right now that we deal with the Kraken, but if it's hassle in the port and we need boats and yeah, we need if, if we need to use that as our sort of transport link, it yeah, seem... maybe maybe we should go speak to um, Captain Porter or. Uh, Fleet Commander Jizaya <laughs> about was, maybe uh, striking up some sort of deal. Well, that was that was Lord Algrit. What the Fleet Commander? Yeah. Oh. Maybe just Captain Porter then. Navy. That's my notes. <laughs> yeah, there were several captains. I mean, one of them was Captain McCready. He was an equal rank to Porter. Oh, but I'm just gonna be thinking Edie McCready all the time. <laughs> I'm just going to turn on the uh, the light for where I'm sat in it it's getting a bit dark. Give me two secs. In fact, do I need to even turn on? Take my headphones off? No, I think I could reach. I could reach. Look at that. His entire Amazing. monitor just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm fine. I didn't have to disconnect. So you can't, you can't make silly comments this time. I, I can always make silly comments, I think you'll find. Well, that's your usual thing when I'm not attached to my headphones. You like to make silly comments. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you want to do? I'd say a couple of hours have passed if you just sat there stuffing your face and drinking. Yeah, You're going to be going into the afternoon. we kind of talking over, like, our yeah. options of, you know, what you've just described and properly getting a belly full. Um, so, yeah. I'm just enjoying not being in space and being on terra firma again. It's much nicer down here. Yeah, absolutely. Are absolutely. we are we in agreement that although it's not the highest priority, we need to sort the kraken sooner rather than later. Well, yeah. If we if we need to 
because we use... possibly use that as a bargaining chip to help yeah. with getting bolts and usage and stuff. That would be a good idea. Who's, whose jurisdiction is the Navy under? Because, you know, they are kind of the de facto rulers of that human city and the Dwarven King is part of our entourage. We have a, quite a good allegiance together to <clears throat> command some folks if we wish to do. So the, uh, the, the Navy is known as the King's Navy, which is effectively the same as the King's Army, which they are, they're all... What are you doing? You okay? <laughs> are, are you okay, Corpse? I'm perfectly okay. Oh, I'm just listening to you. Keep stopping for some reason. I don't know why. But, because you sounded like you just like fell down the sky. Down. Uh, I think there's a break in my fire, and it is just creating a little bit of something over. Okay, um, so it's basically like a ceremonial type name. The King's Army, it refers to the, the King, the one, the High King, as they've always called him, Malnorris. <laughs> High King, dude. So they've always referred, you know, they've always referred to it as the King's Army or the King's Navy, but it realistically, it's all centrally controlled by the government at um, Castleview. That's that's the ultimate um, thing. Um. <laughs> But it's just a ceremonial name. The navy, the, the main hub is. This is the naval port. This is where they make their plans and do their various operations. But they do receive orders from Castleview from time to time. You must go and do X, Y, or Z. But their main goal is basically to stop pirates and um, you know make sure that merchant vessels are safe, that sort of stuff. Um. Good. They might have had some communication from Castle Fuel about the recent developments there. We never know. Maybe. But if you wish, if you wish to go and sort out the Kraken, then let's go and sort out the Kraken. Cause, you know, you've got to crack on with this Kraken. E. Use to acknowledge. Cool. What time no, of day is um, it now? It'd be late afternoon. But I mean, you could wander down to town and sort yeah, of. Yeah, still time. I, th I think going to the town and maybe talking at the port with the view to so possibly sorting something tomorrow. Because if well, we I mean, need to to, or to does go it sleep to at night, maybe it's it's better to be able to see what we're doing. Maybe I don't know if Krakens need to crack sleep. But at the same time, is it going to be out in the sea? Do we need the? Uh, yeah, how how are we yeah, gonna? Yeah, a yeah. vessel to take us there. So we need to find somebody to take us I'll there. I'll dive in and fight it hand to hand. Hand to. Maybe the ship. <laughs> if it can survive the vacuum of space, it's presumably watertight. That's a good thought. Ooh, and it's got decent guns and weapons and shit on it. Hmm. Think about, uh, I don't want to tell you what to do, but think about why you decided to land here. Well, I know they have an airship here. Just, just, you know. Is it here? Is this where it is? But that's why we came to this bit, so we can pick uh, up the airship. It's not but just that. that. If a Kraken goes under the water, an airship's not going to be a whole lot of... But if the spaceship can go under the water, submarine style, with its guns and shit, 
But just because it's waterproof doesn't mean it can go under the water. Yeah, and also, do you know how to navigate it's... it under the water? We don't know how to navigate also... it under the water. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, its engines are designed for space, after all, not for portaling around in an ocean. Josiah mm. would probably also interrupt you and just be like, um, I just want to tell you that uh, as it as we came through the atmosphere, I lost an awful lot of maneuverability and capabilities of that ship. It's not could really she... suited. It's not really suited for flying around inside an atmosphere. Could she not take the strain? Uh, I don't think she could take the strain, Captain. To be honest, she doesn't have the pillar. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are we like okay. for procuring or creating bombs? Well, we could stuff you with chilies and see how long you last, I guess. We could just drop Lord What's-His-Face, who's died. He'd, he'd create quite an explosion when he landed. There is, uh, there is a blacksmith in the town that you could potentially um, call upon to try and craft you something. Very wanting bombs. Because dropping them from an airship onto a Kraken might be a little bit, uh, make some calamari. But don't forget, your airship is really armed to the teeth. I mean, you've got some pretty decent weaponry on there. Oh, it is, yes. I can't consider it because it will... I will refer you back to the... Well, I will refer you back to the, the you know, the files in the Discord folders. I can't look at it. Somebody else needs to. If I look at it, it'll turn all your cameras off. Oh, okay. Um, where, is, where is the file? You're looking in uh, our private one and then the Defiant. Yeah, we also have access to spells and things. We can always throw you over the side with your choppy choppy sword. Exactly. But, I mean, if you're going down into the town, the first sort of thing you notice is um, there are a couple, sort of in the, the main square, um, just where around the market is, there's a few of these human, maybe slightly taller sized turtles. Um, not unlike Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that sort of style. You know, humanoid turtles. But they're not wearing masks, they're not wearing <laughs> swords or nunchucks or nothing like that. So don't get any ideas from that idea. <laughs> but they are, um, you know, they're, they're these humanoid turtles, but they're, they're quite tall. And they, some of them have like a, like, robes on, like, um, some of them just have a simple loincloth. There's only about six of them. Are they, um, and are they just, like, like, chilling? They're not, like, guards or something? No, no, they're just hanging around. Um, but if you remember from the original um, thing, they there's a place called Tortles Point on Buckwin, and that's, that's where, where they have, like, a... allowed to see. Hey? Huh? Just a I don't think anyone heard that. For <laughs> <laughs> which some people can be entirely grateful. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, you you know, there was a point, a place called Tortles Point, which is like a semi-aquatic nursery, and the, the, basically the kraken was really attacking that area and was stopping them from was stopping them from um, being able to really maneuver or anything like that. 
and they seem to these guys uh, for the first time that you've seen are in the town now they, they never seem to have been there before and people are looking at them like with wonder like ooh this is something new um, but they're kind of like hanging around the market and they maybe seem to be picking up like uh, from the fish the fish stall the fish vendor like small fish that sort of thing and like placing them in little packets in, in their bags and that sort of thing Do you think perhaps we could uh, talk to uh, a vendor, someone who might be able to give us uh, an item or a potion that could help us stay underwater for longer? Maybe. That's a good idea. I seem to remember there was a, 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 mag a magician fella here somewhere. Mr. Fizzgirdle. Oh yes, we must uh, go and visit Mr. Fizzgirder. We love that fellow. <laughs> can I, can I, I'll just mm -hmm. stay here while you go see him, shall I? Is he the one with the with He's the, the one who cake? causes snakes pubes? <laughs> I remember that. Uh, by the way, I sent the file in the chat. If you want to see the, I shall look now. Oh. So yeah, yeah. Um, so what, what, what do you wish? You wish to be able to breathe underwater? Well, if we need to. If it's chilling on top of an island, it's not going to be that necessary. But yeah, if we need to, if we are going to do underwater fighting, we need to be prepared. But I can't get my cloak fed. It's satin. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go up to one of the the totals and see uh, good afternoon there mate um how are you doing hey, good like, day really like slowly like deliberately like turns around and like eventually turns to faces hey man what's happening um Oh my god, you sound so much like vapor or breeze of each other for me. Spaced off their eyebrows. <laughs> Not too much. Um, we, we heard that there might be some trouble with a kraken up by uh, your neck of the woods. Yeah. You don't really live in the woods, dude. We're like. We hang out by the sea. Okay. Well, it was nice to meet you. <laughs> let's go talk to the captain. Okay. Yes, let's maybe go talk to the navy. Yeah. Get the lay of the land. Before you like, as you start like turning around to leave, you're like, was there something that you want? Nah. <laughs> We're good, dude. Just chill. Okay. Just chill. You do you. I hope you find the EAC, dude. Take it easy. I, I, I don't know what to say to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just me. <laughs> He's just staring at us and we're like staring back. Let's go. <laughs> 
it's, it's like um oh what's that film oscar like oh finding nemo no 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 it's like it's like there's a film about like a rabbit and a fox that team up and they're like they yeah it's, it's, it's zootropolis and the sloth isn't it yeah yeah the sloth yeah yeah he's like it takes mm. so long to talk so like, you like walked away and he's still like looking at you and eventually he's like bye <laughs> It's flash, flash, hundred yard dash. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Great film. Anyway, <laughs> definitely a film that should never be paused at the wrong point. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. All right. Let's go. Let's go talk to the captain. Let's see what's happening. Uh, you want to go see uh, Captain McCready again back at the uh, the sort of Admiralty office. Yeah, or whoever the new uh, the head honcho is, yeah, commander. Well, um, you're gonna have to go. Yeah, so you gotta go in there, and it's it's that similar thing. That's that walled off section with uh, you can see the clock tower, probably the clock tower protruding over it, and then the great big grand building. And um, they recognise you, and they let you through. Um, you know, again, the name Devil's Bane is becoming slightly more um, widespread. Um, and you sort of they let you through instantly. There's no before there was uh, like a bit of a like, oh, what are your business or that sort of stuff. But now they just let you through, and um, you walk in and you maybe see a receptionist there, and and she'll sort of point you to the direction of uh, McCready's office. Um, and you know he's returned by this point, and uh, you you go there, um, and you knock the door and you let yourself in. Um, and he's just sat there sort of going over papers, you know, general admin, clerical type stuff. Um, he looks up and sees you and oh, hello. I see you again. How can I help? I don't presume hello. you need to hire a ship. Your, your ship is just in the bay. Uh, but we've, we've come with a request, if, if uh, I'm honest. Okay. Well, uh, I'm sure you're aware of what's happening in Atlantis and other parts of the the continent. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I'm aware of developments. Well, um, uh, us and uh, several other powerful members of of, uh, of the population are amassing an army, and we could use a um. A means of transport, right? If you, if if that's something you would be amicable. Uh, well, it's um, not something that I can particularly authorize myself. Um, giving you the king's ships, of course. Um, Ooh, that, I mean, that would require a, an order from central government at uh, Castle View, and I know obviously that's been. Um, sent up in arms uh, there's a oh, let me see there's a one lady um, glory weaver and uh, what's his name they've appointed a temporary lord um, let me just, uh, he's just sort of as I am now peering through papers uh, Lord uh, Lord Gimgen uh, Moragak uh, is a dwarf dwarf lord uh, he's taken over lordship temporarily of Castleview you'd have to um get authority 
that way, I suspect, if you were to take the kingships. Um, Did your report by any chance mention who installed this lord as temporary de facto um, ruler? Yes, in fact, um, it was you. <laughs> yes. By not by name. You didn't name which lord, but you did allow Harry, uh, Miss Glory Weaver, apparently, to, um, uh, in your absence, allow for the dwarves to, uh, or King Razanog himself, to appoint a lord to uh, oversee the dealings of the city in your absence, because you weren't entirely sure what... Um, well, you felt it was... Apparently, according to the report, you felt it was... Uh, your time was better spent gathering other resources. Indeed, and so we have come here for other resources. Well, that's fine, but unfortunately, I nor you have the authority to issue ships of the King's Navy for such a task. Um, you would need written permission from the Lord, or Lady, in this case, of uh, Castle View. So you're to, saying uh, that we as the chosen successors of your Lord Taylor need written permission from the person we put in charge of things while we were away to get permission to take the ships that we have come here to take, going away from where we needed to be to get permission to take the ships. He um, looks quite flusteredly and sort of get, is ruffling through uh, papers. Um, make a persuasion roll with advantage. Objection! That was in a second while I find persuasion. There we go. And now for D&D Beyond to roll it very slowly indeed. So the first roll... It's rolling. The first roll is a 19. And the second roll is a natural 20, 30. Ooh. Natural 20, 30, that's a new one. 30! I have plus 10 to persuasion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, he saw it as he's ruffling through papers. Well, uh, it's all very irregular, but... Um, I suppose, I mean, yes, I mean, you were saying it was quite correct. I mean, you were issued the task of obtaining transport. I mean, if you don't have written consent from a lord or lady of Castle View, I mean, it's a bit irregular, but I suppose, well, I can't really stop you. I mean, right, well, I mean, the first thing is um, we are still able to send ships abroad. There is a problem with this Kraken beast. That's um, slowing things down, but I, I oh, he starts going through books. He's going through books and books and books. He's finding like almost like rosters of what ships are available. As well, there's 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 three potential ships here for troop transport. Uh, they're less armed, and they would they you know they have greater holds. They could potentially carry more men. Um, if 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 that if that would suit, do you have any for a, suitable vessels for escort? Oh, well, now, um, yes, we do have several uh, sloops and that which are well armed, which could, um, you know, uh, assist this little armada of yours. Mm. But three ships are not going to be enough to transport an entire army. The king's army is much greater. And if and if um, and if uh, if the dwarves are involved as well, then of course there's going to be even more men to transport. Indeed, and we would, we would rely on your 
immense naval knowledge to come up with an idea of where we can maybe source some more uh, is, ship resources. Is building ships a possibility? They take, they take a little while, you know. So. Say again? He is, wants is to build some ships. ships a possibility if we, like, put resources and stuff into it, like, really push for it? He just kind of laughs. He's, no, 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 no. Building ships, you're going to be ages building ships. That's not something you can knock out overnight. No, your best bet is along the north coast of Groenland, the closest point to to uh, Lantelos. I mean, there's all sorts of merchants and, uh, you know, ships up there that may, for a bit of coin, be willing to transport you and your army. I mean, there's lots of vessels all around, but, I mean, the north coast is... Um, the closest, of course, to, to Groenland, and, um, and and you should probably have a bit more success in establishing, you know, paying some gold and and getting access to ships. I can't tell you what the name of the town was right now because I've forgotten it and I haven't written it down anywhere. Um, the name of that ship, uh, the ship, the uh, the town where you went to after evacuating the land loss. I'm just going to have a very, very quick look to see if I can find uh, my map with the name on it. If anyone beats me to it, please feel free to. So if we have a, a modicum of ships and a way of getting some men, if we will maybe take some Navy people with us on these ships, I think that would be a good start. Yeah. But maybe like you say, we need to take out this Kraken to... Um, ensure that all of our ships actually get away from this area safely. If you can uh, deal with the Kraken, Kalbadi was the uh, name of the place. Kalbadi. Uh, Sorry. Um, <laughs> like I said, it's oh, it's okay, mate. I was just doing some dreadful time-filling to give you a chance to look some notes <laughs> A little bit this, of recapping. This campaign is spanning three very full notebooks at the moment with bits stapled into it as well. So, I mean, it's, um, <laughs> there's a lot of notes to go back over when it comes to going over old stuff. Um, you need yeah, one of them, like, um, massive walls with, like, loads of red string connecting things I to think scrolls that would, in books and stuff. That would be more confusing. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, if 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 you could deal with the Kraken threat, I mean, I might be able to spare a few more ships. I mean, the, the big the big hands tie here is that I don't want to risk sending too many boats out, and of course, if, we never see them again. If we were to deal with the Kraken risk, and also escort the ships ourselves from the air, would you still escort the ships, and some of the military-style ships be able to carry more soldiers? Well, the the sort of more heavily armed ships um, that would provide the escort are not really well suited to uh, transport of lots of personnel. I mean, they're, they're designed for a crew that deal with each uh, department, guns, sails, that sort of thing. Yes, so, they are flush decked and gun rigged. So they must be maintained. Yes. So if we they, were they only have this. the ample crew for that. They're not. They're not really dealt. They're built for carrying additional people. With bearing in mind that obviously, after this has happened and the kraken is gone, it's obviously going to increase your like usability and, and trade routes and such. How many ships could we expect from you if we deal with the kraken? Well, for now, I can absolutely promise you three ships. 
Um, you as promised three before dealing ship. with the Kraken. <laughs> Just wait a moment. Stop being so rude interrupting me. Logan, well, Logan. Apologies, it's just my nature. Oh. So negotiations are going well. We are, we are progressing. Just please and relax. It's okay. Free ships is what I can promise you right now, and free ships is what I can absolutely give you. However, <laughs> oh, I, I once the Kraken is dealt with, may be able to provide more. At the moment, in port, I only have three potential transport-type ships. More will be coming in. They're very sporadic at the moment because they know we have a bit of a problem here. So Could you how perhaps, um, would you get the word out that the Kraken has yeah. been dealt with? How fast are they going to come back? Once the Kraken's dealt with, of course, all the ports will have a telegram sent via the Arakokra Messenger Guild. Um, I was about to say that. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Uh, and and within a couple of days, most of the ports that we deal with will know about this, and of course, ships will return as normal. So you could expect within a week, I could probably double that. Six ships could be made available. That would be great. Not as many as I had first hoped, but if if we were to add cargo, well, to that, we pay for some of the ships to be used as well. From here, well, you have a sort of something I was potentially going to say was would we be able to maybe hire some uh, barges or, or f uh, fishing boats that could uh, accompany them and feed the, the crew and the, the army well, that would be quite expensive for you, the thing is from here we're quite a long way from Atlantis <laughs> is, and, and your best bet really if you want to offer coin for such a service would be to go to Kalbadi in the north coast and there are, like again, there's an awful lot of ships up there, a lot of captains, a lot of sailors, and they would be able to help you. You're much closer to a land loss. The cost would be less. Um, so would you be able to, if we obviously go through with all this, would you be able to let us have an input into the telegram to also put the word out to that town that we're looking to hire ships as well from there? You could, you could certainly have a piece in telegram to say that, yes... Uh, you're looking for transport. That way, we we'd know how many we could potentially get up there to load onto ships. Well, if we if we have six ships from here, and we can get more from that place, then um, we can we can see how ma how many they can give us. Then we can see how many people we can carry. But if you let's, were to let's, let's get these six first. So we have, we know that we have, you know, a baseline. And you're going then to have to, yeah, once you're dealt with the threat, um, it's going to be about a week before a load of more ships arrive and buy the, well, it'll be about a week before the telegram gets out there. Then you're going to be looking at least a week on top of that, maybe two before more ships arrive and we can redirect them to a land, uh, to the north coast of uh, where Kalbadi is. Uh, on Groenland, of course, then that's going to take a, an additional week, potentially two weeks, depending on the weather, the wind, to actually get the ships there. Um, a lot could happen in that time. We're talking about four to six weeks, realistically. Well, if we, really if we happens. send the word now for them to start coming over, by the time they will arrive, we would have 
dealt with a Kraken? Yeah, something along the lines of if we say it's being dealt with and once it is gone we will light a, a large fire on or something like that they can visibly see it has been completed so they won't be sort of going into nothingness. But um, as well as that, I also want to know what do you know about the Kraken and its habits so far? Well... Uh, I'm just going to see if it, what order do I want to do this in. Okay, so habits of the kraken. Um, well, it's it's um, it was well from what the total folk had told us. It was attacking any of them that were approaching from the sea and eating them. It seemed to have got a bit of a taste for their flesh. Um, since they've moved inland and here, it's kind of abandoned their little nursery pools, um, their small village, and uh, it seems to have moved on to bigger targets here, because of course the rest of the island, there are no other ports, it's a bit barren, and um, and so yes, it's, uh, it seems to have come this way and started attacking ships, but not very often. But even not very often, that's enough to... Um, dissuade people from uh, from 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 coming um, it's, it's habits yes I, I don't know you could you could sit out there banging drums on your boat for a week and it may never attack but it could attack within the hour I don't know I don't know what it is that causes it to attack or I don't know if it seems to maybe it's hungry I don't know do, do we have any farmers we could potentially pay to kind of make baits from a few large cattle that are like bleeding into the water kind of thing certainly worth a try also do you have any any logging of when it came <coughs> and when it attacked so we can see if there is any you know anything uh, records yeah if you have records then we can there see are, if there's something specific they, they do keep records and a few ships have been sunk by it but there's no pattern to it it could be like one day between then it's like a week between then it could be half a week then a month there's no there's no pattern to it at all it's just it just seems to randomly hit have you any of the victims of this kraken who have been brought back to port? I'm afraid live not. Ones. Anybody who um, goes... No, not live the... ones. Dead ones are fine. <laughs> no, no, I'm afraid yeah. not even that. No, I'm afraid anyone that seems to go to the seas I, doesn't make it out. They could be consumed by the kraken or other, you know, aquatic wildlife. That's the most inconsiderate of it, I think. Yeah. Does it have I'm a specific area that it comes no out? Survivors, eh? No survivors, eh? No, no, from. it could attack anywhere. Anywhere, at any moment. I <laughs> believe we are going to need a bigger boat. That's why people don't really bother with coming in and out. They, some people risk it and get away with it, but others don't. So, bit of a, bit of a strange one, I'm afraid. Okay, so no, no dead bodies, no survivors, no old sailors who tell the tale of a near miss. Maybe there is um, no Kraken. Mike, um, do you know if, you know, because I'm a druid, if I do like a nature's check, maybe I might know any 
thing for the kraken like it, it is its nature or if it has habits not for this particular one but like as, as a species if I can see mm. is it something that um, I know I wouldn't have thought so because your origin was a lantelos and it's very f- f- wood elfy very forest based I know you're not specifically a wood elf but mm-hmm. um, I don't I mean besides general readings from books about sea beasties um, which you know in the libraries of Lancelossi there would have been books about this sort of thing that's all the knowledge you would have I don't think you'd know much more besides mm-hmm. anyone that's perhaps been lucky enough to survive it and and wrote about it Keenan, you are an old head on young shoulders you have a memory stretching back a long way have you heard any tales of the Kraken in the past they Let me think. I believe they make a fine rub in the north. <laughs> <laughs> um, what role would you like, Mike? <laughs> uh, well, it'd be history, wouldn't it? Like your history. knowledge of the past. History. Ooh, twenty-five. It's hard to say because I mean, you wouldn't unless you specifically look this thing up. You wouldn't really know, but I mean, with 25, I can't not give you something. Um, what is it specifically you want to get at? Just, uh, well, I mean, <clears throat> the check on my behalf would have been just if I'd ever crossed paths with info about them. Anything that might help. <coughs> like... Um, you know, okay, well, you would know that um, non... You sort of, again, to Lily's kind of same sort of knowledge, you may have read about them or... Yeah, I think you'd probably have read about them. Yeah. Um, but perhaps being an, an old part of Mal Norris's armies in the creation of the world, maybe you heard more about the the really old beasts that that were first placed here mm-hmm. and you know that um they if you don't hit them with some sort of magical attack you're probably not going to hurt them um okay that's useful uh, that's useful and it's probably that's also amazing. um <laughs> it's probably also that you know that these things are tough and any fight against one is going to go on and on and on. Okay. So you need... I, yeah, I think that's... It's, I don't want to deny you information because it's a good role, but... No, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. That's useful it's, to know. Yeah, it's kind of hard to place it. That's fine. If, like, if, if I haven't come across them, I haven't come across them. That's just my history. <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, so uh, what's the best way to tackle this thing? Do we want to get down in its domain or try and uh, beach it somehow? Um, if you if if we have a ship and we can go in, I can have a look uh, under the water. I can swim around. Um, also, if we have our airship here, maybe we can scan the sea uh, from the air and see if we can find any 
disturbances or we can see it safe because it's it, it must be a big one isn't it mm. so we must be we might be able to see it under the water yeah uh, maybe i interrupt you uh, um there's the turtles of um <coughs> the turtles have arrived in town it might be uh. worth asking them if they have <laughs> Information that, Logan. Deal with, um... I would slaughter the village. It'll be an Anakin moment, I'm telling you. <laughs> Cap oh, Captain oh, Fizzgirdle! He has loads of magic shit that's explosive. He could turn the that's tentacles it. into little snake pubes. I don't know. I'm sure that was Fizzgirdle, a little merchant wizard. It was the, no, no, it's a demon. You drew the bloody card with in the deck of many things. Yep. Yeah, he had the deck though, didn't he? Yes, but not the. You demon. bought the deck. <laughs> Are you going to try and convince a kraken to draw, to draw from, from the deck, from the deck, of, deck many of many things? things. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna When it goes to slap, when it's like suction cup tentacles, I'll just like go <laughs> with the deck. It'll grab one. I'll be like ah. And then be like, you become king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we get a Kraken singing, I just can't wait to be king. I'm, that's it, I'm giving up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I like Lily's idea of uh, sort of a two-pronged approach. Maybe a, a sloop on the water and the, the airship in the above. If um, you can scout... Our underneath the water. Has a very I can, I can way of magic. It has magic missile, but uh, the rest are all physical, like ballistas and cannonballs and such. Well, that's fine. If we can, if we can tether this thing, keep it either near the surface or drag it to land. That's only going to be useful for or us. Or it could drag us under. Well, there is that. Well, if you are on the ship, I plan. I plan to be on the airship. <laughs> I, I will stand by with my lack of magic to chop the uh, rope from the ballista just in case. If we get directly in Just jump in. I still have no magic. I'm just jumping in there just to be eaten. <laughs> I mean, kill it from the inside. Yeah. I mean, I'm down for this. So, would you like to be on a instead of the airship on a on a ship close to me, so I can swim underwater and scan the area and then come out again? And let you know. It doesn't sound like a bad choice to divide our forces. I mean, split the party, but we're still sort of same place. Yeah. The just in case, could... yeah, just in case it is attacking me, so I won't be by myself in there. It's not ideal, but he obviously you know about the rings that the others have. So we could still communicate with them whilst they're upon the airship. Just you wouldn't hear it. I'd have to relay it to you. Yeah, I and also I won't be able to wear a ring or anything. So I think that's a good idea. Has anyone got anything better? How high? What is the lowest Depends point? That much smoke, man. No. <laughs> yes, I don't know that. What is the lowest point? The lowest height the airship can fly above the sea. Well, it can fly whatever height you want it to fly. It, it can land in the sea, but I'm not going to do that. It, you know, I can hit it with magic missile from quite a long distance away. Uh, not magic uh, missile, it'll blast. I don't have magic missile. But if we are, if the, if we are, we don't need to split the party. If you fly low enough, <laughs> so 
in case something happens, I can reach and climb up. Then we don't need to split the party. We won't be split per se. I am I right in thinking a sloop is two, three people? No, no. you're thinking of uh, uh, Sea of Thieves. Oh yeah, that's that's like all I've small... got to go on. Yeah, no, that that's more of a skiff. A sloop is it's a two mast two mast ship, but it it has like a crew of up to one hundred and twenty uh, something. Like well, up to one hundred and twenty, yeah. Depends on the depends on what its needs, but I mean, a man of war, a sloop, a sloop of war is well, would be one hundred and twenty crew. I'll I'll do what I can there. Also, I've just noticed the hand blaster behind you. Awesome, love it. Yeah. Well. Is that the one you from your wedding? Yeah. Awesome. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it wouldn't be a bad thing to go on the one of the sloops for me personally, because I can't do much else up top. Can I confirm that Krakens weigh around four thousand pounds? <laughs> you plan on feeding it, everyone? It could. But That's a lot of there. calamari. You don't know what size of Kraken you're dealing with. Uh, that's true. Okay. Alright. I might have a plan. But we'll see in the heat of the moment. And uh, with that, I think we'll take a quick five minute break. Um, and then we're going to come back and figure out what everyone's plan really is. And, I'm gonna, and then we'll, we'll implement it. Fight a Kraken! Let's do it!